Hi, this is Ananda, President of the Hare Krishna Community near Washington, D.C. What follows is a Sunday talk recorded at our temple. Every Sunday we invite the public for meditation, a talk, and a vegetarian lunch. We'd love for you to join us. More information is available at iskonofdc.org. That's I-S-K-C-O-N of D-C dot org. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy the talk. So, my name's Vrajvi uh, Haridas, and I've been pr- trying to practice Krishna consciousness for uh, 42 years. And I'm the husband of the temple president here. And my, um, uh, my, my main field of work is conflict resolution. I, I used to, when I was in India, we lived in India for 21 years, I, I trained judges and lawyers for the Supreme Court in India to, um, uh, in conflict resolution. And now I'm the ombudsman for the Department of the Interior, um, working mainly with Native Americans and the conflicts that they have with the federal government. So that's by, uh, and also while I was living in India, I was uh, teaching the Bhagavad Gita and, um, and various Vedic lit- uh, Sanskrit literature. So I have a little background in that. And today's talk is about time. Did anyone notice anything wrong with the, uh, yes? Uh, they said that you're supposed to give a lesson two years later. Two years later. I was seeing if anyone noticed that time is so powerful that it even uh, put the wrong time. Yeah, thank you very much. Very intelligent. Okay, so here goes. PowerPoint going here. Okay. So, yeah, I was, um, it's always kind of an interesting uh, uh, process coming up with a talk. And uh, I was thinking about the time factor and studying it in, uh, in our class that we have at 10.30 every morning, every, not every morning, every Sunday. Uh, and it was talking about time. So I said, let's, let's have a talk about time. And um, I thought we would start with two verses from the Bhagavad Gita, or at least portions of uh, two verses from the Bhagavad Gita, just kind of set the, uh, the basis. So this is from the, uh, the 10th chapter. And yeah, I have highlighted there the, the words kala, kalayatam aham, where Krishna says that of subduers, of all things, you know, there's different subduers, right? Different people that are victorious or conquer. But the greatest subduer, Krishna says, is time. And then in the next, another verse uh, in uh, the 11th chapter, uh, Krishna says, kalo shmi uh, lokashaya krit. Right? And he says, time I am, the great destroyer of the worlds. Right? And so I don't know if we thought before we came to, uh, you know, into the temple today, if we thought of time in that way. But when you think about it, time really does a number on all of us and on everything in this world. Right? Like, look at this gentleman. Uh, when I was growing up, he was the most handsomest, most brilliant uh, speaker, sharp as a whip, you know, uh, what is it, uh, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee, right? Uh, Muhammad Ali, he was just a... Uh, and then if you know, later on in life, the time factor, right? He, he grew older and he did, got a Parkinson's disease. It was really difficult for him to light the flame that time at the, uh, at the Olympics. Um, but the time factor uh, is just, it's just all powerful. Uh, look at this one. This is... Um, uh, a Sears and Roebuck in the 1950s. So I was born in 1958, and growing up, Sears was the place to shop. There was just like, you know, especially for appliances, right? Anything, it was just like Sears. And, and, and you just thought it was Sears like eternal, <laughs> in the sense that it was just the, the, by far the number one retailer. Uh, and now, 
uh, it's a little different. <laughs> I don't know about the one here in Montgomery Mall, but uh, um, well, most of them are closing down. Uh, and similarly, Kmart. So that's that's the time factor. Time just pushes things along, and what was great at one time is not so great now. Now look at this uh, handsome devil. That's me. Uh, <laughs> a long time ago, <laughs> uh, fifty-eight or fifty-eight or eight, fifty-nine years ago. Uh, you see the resemblance? <laughs> There's not much, right? <laughs> None, zero, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but the time factor, right? Uh, even Srila Prabhupada, in, in our founder, uh, whose statue is behind you there, Srila Prabhupada, he would, um, he had a very sobering statement because there's, there's a verse in the Bhagavad Gita that says, "Jatasya hi druvam druvam janmam cha." That anyone who's born ultimately passes away, and then this is something that. You know, not everyone in the world would accept, but and then everyone who passes away is is born again in another body, is reincarnated. And Krishna says that in the in the Gita. Um, so it's it's what was, I was I just lost my train of thought for a second there. Um, now I'll have to regain it. So anyway, so the point being though that uh, time pushes. Everything along for one who's born death. Oh, I know what I was going to say. He says, and even the would-be children of your children will also pass away in the course of time. Right. So even you know you have children, they haven't had children yet. But when they have children, those children will also because it's just the nature, the time factor is causing that. This was um, in Ohio at one time a very bustling mall. And people are shopping. And I don't know if you've seen some of these pictures of the very eerie pictures of empty malls that have closed down, right? But so in the 80s, right, shopping in the malls was like, you know, if you were only, if you wanted to be cool, you met your friends in the malls. Now you'd have to uh, break down the police barriers to get in because <laughs> so many of them, not so much in our part of the country, but uh, I travel a lot and you see closed malls all over uh, the Western states. Um, just to give a few more examples, the famous, this is a model of the famous Colosseum in Rome. How many have been to the Colosseum in Rome? Okay. Does it look like that today? It looks a little bit more like this? Yeah, so that's, again, the time factor. And the time factor also uh, works in, in, in the, we, so far we've talked about the diminishing aspect of time. But it also has another aspect, like, for example, when I was growing up, if you were really cool, you had, if really cool, you had one of these. That's an electric typewriter. <laughs> Mostly you had the ones that, you know, just, um, you know, you, you weren't electric, right? You know, I had one of those in college and everyone, like, wanted to write their papers on my electric typewriter, you know. Um, but now, you know, <laughs> right, what, what a difference. Right, uh, so so the time factor also in moved things in that direction, and you could say in a in a more uh, advanced direction, you could say. Or when I was growing up, this is how you made phone calls. Right. Anyone have that? Did you remember that? Yeah. Okay. I keep on pointing to Palaka uh, Prabhu, and now it's a little different. Right? It's a little different. It's a little different. Now, we could have a whole discussion at another time whether uh, this is better than that. 
right? And whose life was more peaceful, uh, our life in the 70s when we had this or our life now when, you know, your boss can get you at 2 in the morning uh, on your phone, right, and et cetera, yeah, and all the uh, different distractions. So, so the time factor it is something that just marches on. There's a song by... Uh, Last name, first name and last name is Lawrence, Lawrence, Tracy Lawrence, some country and western singer. And it goes, time marches on. Time marches on. And it does. I like to think of it sometimes as like, if you can imagine soldiers going just like inch by, even centimeter by centimeter, they just keep marching, right? And they're going towards this fort, and nothing can stop them. You can build a, uh, what is it, uh, you know, water around, what is it called, a moat? Yeah, or anything, you know. They just keep, they're indestructible. They just keep marching on. The time factor just keep, and it's really at a it's seemingly small pace, right? Because like we've been here now, um, let's say for, if you went to the Kirtan for the last 50 minutes. So have you noticed your hair growing 50 minutes worth? Or your fingernails growing 50 minutes worth? No, right, thank you. That's the answer I was looking for. But it happened, right? Right? But it's the, but if you see someone and so you don't if you see someone every day you don't notice things if you see someone after five or ten years, I say oh my gosh, growing growing up so much just like uh, where's Madhava, Madhava that guy has shot shot up this past year gotten so tall, if someone had if someone hadn't seen him for a couple of years they would say who's this guy, <laughs> who's this handsome young man I I don't remember uh, ever you know meeting someone like him, right um, so the time factor is just. It's it's like that, and so this, these soldiers are marching forward, and we're the we're the uh, we're the castle, and eventually they're going to tumble the castle, <laughs> because that's the nature of this world. Um, so that's part of that's the main thing that I wanted to focus on about the time factor. It's just as Krishna says in those two places in the Gita that we quoted in the beginning of this talk, it's it's uh, it's not it's not stoppable. Time, you know, you can, we can, we do things to try to uh, fend it off, you know, take vitamin E or, you know, uh, work out at the gym every day. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are good things to, to be healthy and, and to keep our body in good shape. But ultimately, you know, all the vitamin E in the world is not going to, uh, you know, uh, stop the time factor ultimately from, uh, as Tracy Lawrence says, mo uh, uh, moving on, marching on. There's some other aspects of time. Okay, let's look at a few other aspects. One is that it's relative, right? Like if um, probably in the next 10 minutes, you're all going to look like this. Right? In other words, if, if you're in a boring talk, you know, you ever, know, you ever been in a boring, you know, like a boring class? You ever been in a boring class in school? No? Okay. Madhava, you must have been in some boring classes. Come on. No? Everything's... You guys went to different schools than I went to. Uh, when I went to school, you know, or in college, let's speak of college or grad school, um, and you look at your watch, and you see it's three minutes later than the last time you looked at your watch. Oh, God, you know, when is this going to end, right? Because it's it's only an hour talk, but it seems eternal, or it seems like a long time. And then if you're doing something you're really absorbed in, right? You really like to do it, or you're just really even maybe at work, you're really absorbed in something. And you look at your watch, and an hour and a half just went by. It was the same amount of ticks on the clock, right? But, um, but a lot of it, because of our absorption, um, 
it, it, it's different. And a matter of fact, uh, we'll get into this, but when you're really, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about time from the spiritual sense in a few minutes from now, but when you're really uh, in the present, you know, you, very popular today is this concept of mindfulness, of really, you know, be here now as uh, the book in the 60s was about, um, or the power of now is the more uh, present day book on the topic. Um, but it gives you some hint of um, tasting Brahman or spirituality, some hint when you're just absorbed in the now. Right? Because Krishna suggests very thousands of years before even mindfulness was popular, Krishna said, na soshati, na kangshati. He said that um, if you want to be Brahma Bhuta, be happy in this world, you don't, don't worry about the future and lament about the past. And I think if you were able to like, watch your mind throughout the day, you would find it very interesting how much we actually think about the future and lament about, oh, I should have done that, I should have, could have, would have. I should, my, I should have told my boss this when he spoke to me or she spoke to me or this or that, right? We, um, it's very rare sometimes that we're really absorbed in the present. So time is a very interesting energy of the Lord's. It's part of, it's part of his external energy. We'll get into that in a couple of minutes now, how the different energies. But let's do one other aspect of time. So we, we talked about its devouring aspect and we talked about its relative aspect. Um, Let's look at it linear vis-a-vis cyclical, okay? Because on one hand, it's, it's linear, right? Because like that, child, that picture of me as a child, so now 58 years later, this is me. So time is, is linear, right? You know, this is 2018, not, as you pointed out, not 2020, but it will be 2020. Um, it's linear, but in the Vedic concept, it's also cyclical, Right? I hope I don't make you dizzy by this next one. But it is a little bit like we're on a carousel. Even there was a song by Joni Mitchell, The Carousel of Time, she talks about. Because um, it's, also it's like a carousel. I'll, I'll, make you, I'll make it easier for you. Here you go. Is that better? Don't get dizzy. <laughs> um, but, you know, because if you've been on a carousel, the, the, the horses go up and down. And don't we have ups and downs in life? Right? Uh, regularly, it just says when you're going around, you're going up and down, right? And you're going round and round. And um, that is, you know, the, 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 what Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, that, there, that we have this, this cyclical, this uh, wheel of samsara, that, of birth and death, but then again, next birth, according to our karma, according to activity. So I don't know if you can follow this picture, but the old person is passing away, meeting death, and then like the infinity uh, emblem there, and then taking another birth. And then if you could, coming full circle again. Not always in a human body, by the way. <laughs> the way it's going, not always in a human body. Right. So a lot of things are cyclical, right? The, the four seasons. Or in India, we have six seasons we often talk about. But the seasons, they're, they're cyclical. They come around every day, uh, every, every year. So... Um, so that's another aspect of time. So the cyclical, the uh, destructive part, and what was the other part I missed? Thank you, and the relative part of time. <clears throat> so now, you know, especially if we go back to that first part about it being destructive, it's like, oh gosh, that doesn't sound very good. So let's look at a, a very famous, very important verse from the 
huge uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, 14,000 verses or 18,000 verses. Uh, and here's one of them, uh, a very well-known one, especially amongst uh, uh, those who are trying to practice bhakti. Okay, and it goes, Ayur Harati Vaipung Sang, Yudyan Ashtam Chayanaso, Tasyarte Yachano Nita, Uttama Shulka Vartaya. So both the rising and setting, the sun decreases the duration of life for everyone, right? Every day. Um, if, uh, if you go to uh, most Jewish weddings, they, they sing this song, uh, sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset, uh, swiftly go the years. And, and then it goes into how the, the, uh, the, the boy who's getting married, the groom who's getting married was just a little butcha, a little baby at one time, and now he's, you know, and little, she was a little girl, and now where is it? And the parents are kind of lamenting, where is time gone? But it goes sunrise, sunset is the, uh, the, em- the idea of time passing, just like here, uh, both with every rising setting in the sun, except for one who utilizes the time by discussing topics of the all-good personality of Godhead. So that has to be understood in context, because certainly, uh, as you could see, if you, at least I'm trying to be a devotee, so you could see that a person trying to be a devotee, uh, sunrise and sunset has changed me, physically, right? But this is talking in a different, uh, there's a different context here, that, um, and we'll talk about that, well, we'll talk about it now, um, that if one this wheel of birth and death is something that isn't um, meant to be pleasant. And the idea of moksha or liberation is to overcome birth and death, right? And to go back to the spiritual world, right? So by hearing and chanting uh, and discussing about Krishna, then um, we, no longer, we, we can, at the end of this life, no longer take another material body. And what's interesting about that is the time factor in the spiritual world is, as, uh, as our founder, Srila Prabhupada, would say, it's conspicuous by its absence. Or in other words, you're always present. Just like we sometimes feel some happiness by being really present in something that we really like to do, the spiritual world is always present. Always in the present. There's no... Oh my gosh, I should have said that to Krishna. I blew that one. Oh, jeez. I wonder what's going to happen next. No, it's, you're always in the present. So the time um, is another example that's given. The, the, the one beautiful thing about the Vedic literature and, and Srila Prabhupada's writings is there's so many wonderful analogies. So I hope the next picture doesn't uh, disturb anybody here, okay? Because... The idea is that the, the, the time factor in the material world really is no fun. So one of the examples given is that of a cat. And the way a cat, cat has a mouth, right? So the way the mouth of the cat treats the rat and the way the, cat, the mouth of the cat treats their kitten. It's very different, isn't it? Ah, oh, okay, he knows what's coming next. So, uh, sorry, uh, but, you know, this is what the material world is like. Time marches on. And, and for all of us, we, you know, get more aches and pains. And, and um, I'll, I'll change the picture back to uh, this for now. Just, but, um, you know, for example, we, we, we really would like to have stability. Isn't, isn't that true? Most of us uh, hanker for stability, something we can really count on, right? But the time factor changes stability, isn't it? 
right? Like, how old are you? Eleven. So in eight years from now or so, you're going to be off to college. And the time factor is going to move you on to another, and your parents are going to cry, oh, he's off to college, and this and that. And then, oh, then he's getting married. Oh, then he had his first child. And, and the time, you know, nothing kind of, nothing remains the same. Nothing remains the same forever. And we also worry about the time factor. When, we're, when, when things are going well, we're hoping the time factor is going to keep it well. Right? And when things are going bad, we hope, oh, cello, cello, right? We hope the time factor moves that bad thing away. And it's very powerful. And therefore, this is the example of the time factor. Um, but this is the example of the time factor. If we use our time in trying to become closer to God, in trying to become closer to Krishna. The same time factor. Please press one for more options. <laughs> uh, more options for the time factor. How do I fit that into the lecture? Um, because, because the time, like the, there's a beautiful story in that same book, the Srimad Bhagavatam, of this uh, great devotee, Dhruva Maharaj. And he is about to leave this world, and death personified comes before him. And he just steps on the head of death and enters the spiritual world. So, so it's, a, it's a different... Uh, um, the, the life of us as we're trying to... And this is not... I'm not just talking about you know, is, you know, who, any, those, those who are de- trying to dedicate their lives to God. Whatever the tradition is, uh, the bhakti tradition is such a powerful tradition. Um, perhaps the most powerful um, but the idea that uh, when we're dedicated to Krishna, when we're dedicated, it's, it's a, it may seem like everybody else. We're getting old. We, you know, we, we, uh, we have pains. We may need morphine when we're about to leave this world. All those things, right? But one example that's given, it's a very interesting example. I've never tried this out because I'm such a cheapskate. I don't want to uh, ruin any uh, silk clothing. But apparently, if you take a piece of silk and you put it close to a flame for a period of time, then you take it away, uh, and, then you, and then you compare that to a regular piece of silk that wasn't close to the, the flame. If you touch this piece of silk, it crumbles. And this one just is a piece of silk. So similarly, um, our karma, our, the activities that have kept us in the material world, for one who practices devotion or bhakti to Krishna, the, it just crumbles, the, the karma just crumbles away. And this is also confirmed by Lord Brahma, our, our, the original teacher in our line of teachers, who says, karmani nidahati kinchu chabakti bhajam. He says that bhakti cuts right at the root of karma. No more karma. No more karma. Because it's interesting. They, you want a, a little aside here, but an interesting way to look at karma. We all, I think everyone in the room pretty much knows karma, you know, as you sow, so shall you reap the reactions you get to your activities. But here's an interesting way to look at it. When you're going through a hard time, you should be thinking, this is very good because I'm decreasing my bad karma. And when you're going through a good time, you say, oh gosh, now I'm using up my good karma. (laughs) But Krishna consciousness is above both of those. It's transcendental to both good and bad. Interesting. So, this is for the devotee. So we are, another example is that this world is compared to a prison house, right? And uh, 
the prison is that wheel of samsara and the karma and you know and and all of that that we said and then bhakti devotion frees us it frees us from that hmm? and krishna says this very beautifully in the bhagavad gita this is a very another famous verse daivi hiesha gunamayi mamamaya duratiya mameviye prapajante mayame tamtrantite that uh, this divine energy, so the material, the time factor, which seems like such a pain in the neck, right? It's also coming from God. Krishna has his external energy, which is further away from us, and his internal energy, which is very close to him, which is about bhakti and love. Um, so overcoming time, we could say, that part of his divine energy, consisting of the three modes, the, the um, goodness, passion, and ignorance, that become... Uh, uh, brought, brought to life by the time factor. Uh, it's very difficult to overcome. But those who have surrendered unto me can easily cross beyond it. It's almost like an oxymoron. Well, it's very difficult and it's very easy. Right? Right? It's easy because Krishna helps us. You know, right? The Lord helps those who help themselves, but Krishna helps us. The example, I think I gave this one or two classes ago, but the example that I think most of us have seen in the world is uh, in India when you see the person on the bicycle holding on to the back of the tractor or the back of the bus and just kind of whistling along and, you know, not a, you know, it doesn't have to move his legs at all and the bus is just... If you did that in America, see how quickly the police come, right? But, uh, <laughs> but we've seen that, right? So it's kind of like that. You grab onto Krishna's energy and he makes, uh, he makes it easy. There's even a saying that for one who remembers Lord Chaitanya, the incarnation of Krishna who appeared 500 years ago, um, the most difficult thing becomes easy. And if you just want nothing to do, then the most easy thing can become difficult. (laughs) So this is what Krishna is trying to attract us to take uh, bhakti, to take devotional service to him seriously. It's no joke getting old. I can attest to that a little bit, getting there, right? And more, there's more, definitely coming attractions, right? It's no, it's no, it's not fun um, getting disease. It's not fun dying. Um, but these can, it's not, it's not just some philosophy. This, this is, you know, what they say, uh, the two things you're sure of in America, death and taxes. Well, they forgot old age and disease, Right? <laughs> Um, but these can be not be the burden, not be the troublesome thing if we take hold of Krishna's lotus feet. Um, and Krishna's um, again and again trying to attract us to him uh, and, and so that we can overcome this time factor and, and be in the spiritual world. Uh, like, how many of you want to be happy? Okay, a few of you. Okay. Uh, and how long do you want to be happy for? Like a week? <laughs> forever. Okay, so you all say forever, right? How, how much uh, do you have forever in this life, in this body? No. So how do you get, so Krishna's telling us just what you just all said is your desire. He's just helping you fulfill your desire. How you can be happy forever by taking to his... Uh, devotional service, and developing a relationship with him. So the last point is 
Bhakti is the, the devotional service is the path to connect with Krishna. And right now it's the month of Kartik. And Bhakti is on sale. Okay? It's funny because I was just seeing it. It ends, uh, the, the month of Kartik ends two days before Black Friday. So it's, it's the precursor of Black Friday. Right? It ends on the 21st. Um, Bhakti is on sale now. Right? It's like those things in, um, like I, I'm sure we've all had that experience, like uh, Verizon or those other companies, right? They, for the first two years, they give you a really good price. And then after two years, well, you look at your, your credit card. <laughs> what happened? You know? But, but it's on, it was on sale for those two years, right? The internet connection or, or right? Yeah, like that. So Bhakti is on sale now during Karti. Karti's uh, the month of Srimati Radharani. It's the month that this pastime took place where Krishna was very naughty. He, he stole the butter uh, of, that his mother was churning and fed his friends and the monkeys. And now his mother is trying to bind him. And it's, it's very wonderful because the, 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 uh, the rope is too short. She gets this big rope. Krishna's this little child. She tries to tie him, and it's, it's, the, it's the width of two fingers too short. So she goes to the neighbors and gets some more rope and you know, t- ties it. Said, well, this will definitely work, right? Because it's only two inches, and, and I got two, you know, two meters more. And she tries to bind him. Two inches too short. She gets all the rope in Vrindavan from all the houses. It's two inches too short. And those two fingers, uh, one is considered our endeavor and Krishna's mercy. And with those two, then you can bind Krishna with love. So finally, Mother Yashoda, Krishna's mother, was so distraught. And then Krishna said, okay. And he allowed himself to be bound by his mother. So, and specifically what we're supposed to do uh, in Kartik, we should do anything to increase our devotional service. We, if, we, if we do chant japa, we should chant, try to chant more. If we do pray to God, we should pray more. Whatever you increase, you get credit. But one thing in particular, which you can all do today, if you haven't already, is offer a lamp, a, a ghee lamp to the Lord. And they're all available here if you haven't. Let's just hear a little bit about the benefits of that. To one who either at home or in a temple offers a lamp during the month of Kartik, Lord Vasudev, which is the another name for Krishna, gives a great result. A person who offers a lamp to Lord Krishna during the month of Damodar, that's this month, becomes very glorious and fortunate. And no sins exist anywhere in the three worlds that will not be purified by offering a lamp to Lord Keshava, is another name for Krishna, Lord Keshava during Kartik. So... We should all gather our children and ourselves and offer a lamp to Krishna, and that will be a great boon to our uh, devotional service and overcoming the time factor. Hare Krishna. Question, what questions do you have?
Shiloh Prabhupada had a telephone in his room, just like that one that you showed a picture of, and he had it removed because disciples would call him up and say, Shiloh Prabhupada, how are you feeling today? Like at midnight. It was 11 o'clock. He's, <laughs> he's like, this is a distraction. Take it away. <laughs> yeah. He thought that at those, in those days there was telex machines. Anyone remember telex? They're like, uh, almost like a telex. Yeah. And he said, no, we don't want telex machines in our temple because devotees will just talk about whatever instead of about Krishna. So Matt, I don't know what he would say about the internet. <laughs> is that a, yes, a question from this young lady? Uh, but you wait for a microphone because we um, there's a lot of people online. Over here. So, so your um, when you mentioned about the lamp, like you light the lamp and all your sins go away. Mm. Um, but if you light the lamp and you do a lot of bhakti, but in the in the like your regular life you're not a good person you're committing sins every day by lying or doing something wrong right how is that going to just by lighting a lamp uh wash all your sins away well it it, it, it's up to that point in time (laughs) so the example is sometimes given of uh of an elephant i've never seen this myself but i'm told that elephants sometimes they take a um, you know, like a bath in a kund or in a lake, right? And then often when they get to the land, then they start throwing dirt on themselves again, right? Uh, so um, even in uh, I was uh, Catholicism, in the Catholic, right, they have this idea of um, confession, right? And so you say, uh, Father, what is it? Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. And then you tell them, I did this, I did that, I lied, I, you know, I, um, you know, slashed my boss's tires, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Um, just before I quit, <laughs> that is. <laughs> um, and, then, and then I understand that he says, uh, the, the priest says, go forth and sin no more. So the idea is that we don't want to use uh, Krishna like a, um, you know, the, a welcome mat in your house, right? You wipe your feet on it, and then you walk in. So we don't want to just use Krishna as a welcome mat, wipe our feet on it. Uh, I chant, or chanting has similar benefits, but... Um, we don't want to say, oh, now, now everything's okay. I can go out and you know party all night long because I, I chanted or I offered a lamp. Um, another, these benedictions are there, as we were reading, but a lot of it also has to do with our uh, mentality or our, uh, yeah, our in- sincerity, our intention, right? Um, Krishna, one name for Krishna is Bhava Grahi Janardhan. And it means that one who understands the essence of a devotee's, of a person's sentiments. So if the, if the sentiment is cheating, well, Krishna says in the Gita, he's a much better cheater than we are. He's a much better cheater than we are. I'll tell you, you can really be bad cheaters. My son took the SATs in India, because we were living in India, and in New Delhi. And I, I talked to the person later who was administering the exams, and he said, he said, the, kid, the kids cheat like anything. So they gave a different exam every other row. <laughs> right? And so my son, my son, he, he didn't cheat, but he said, people are going, what's the answer to number 21? And they were all getting it wrong because it was a different exam. So, <laughs> so even the SAT people are smarter than some cheaters, but let's speak of Krishna. And at the same time, 
like the a beautiful example is there in the scriptures of uh, in the Bhagavatam of uh, this devotee. His name was Bali Maharaj, and he saw an incarnation of Krishna, Vamana Dev, and he wanted to offer his dandavats, his obeisances, his his respects, but his teacher, who was not a devotee, was like. Knew, he, he knew that his teacher wouldn't be, he wasn't able to do it because his teacher was right next to him. But in his mind, he did it. And it says in that, uh, in that uh, story that Krishna accepted that, even though he didn't do it physically, because he did it with his heart. So we can't really cheat Krishna. If we're like, hey, I'm going to offer you a lamp, and then I'm going to go do, I'm going to go wild. Yahoo, no more sins. You know, then uh, Krishna's got to, so... Is that, is that okay? Does that answer your question? Yeah, it's a great question. Thank you. You have a question. Not really? Oh, he's going to comment. He's going to correct my class. Okay, go ahead. I uh, know. Actually, when, um, if you don't, like, let's say you chant the Hare Krishna mantra, right? And then you commit a sin, that's actually, like, basically using, uh, basically using the holy name as a shield is one of the ten offenses. Right, it's one against, of the ten offenses. Against and, the holy name. Yes, and there is a difference, by the way, between, because again, Krishna knows our sentiment, he knows our intentions, what did you say, our uh, sincerity? Yeah, um, between just like, oh, it doesn't matter, I can, I'll just chant some Hare Krishnas afterwards and clean away. That's different than, um, you know, I really want to follow strictly, I really want to be a good person, but, you know, some, uh, but, and we, you know, unintentionally blow it sometimes. We may, uninten- you know, uh, commit a sin just due to our, uh, our pre- previous bad habits and things like that, but we lament. That's different. And that, Krishna says, uh, has a very different, there's a very different verse. There's a verse for everything, right? There's a different verse for that one. That goes, Api chet sudaracharo, bhajate mam ananyabak, sadur eva samantavya, samyagyavyasi tohisa. It says that, api uh, chet, which means even if, uh, even if abhichet sudrachoro, you uh, durach achar means one's behavior, good behavior, and durachar means bad behavior, and sudarachar means really bad behavior, right? But if you're if you if you if you lament that and budgete mamananya bhakti, really absorb yourself in bhakti, and try to overcome that, then Krishna says sadur eva. Eva means certainly he should he or she should certainly be considered a sadhu. A saintly person. So Christian, you know, uh, John Lennon once had a song that said, one thing you can't hide is when you're crippled inside. So Krishna, he's right in our heart, right? So he knows better than we do sometimes what's going on. Is that all right? Other comments, questions? Up oh, right over there. Thank you so much, Prabhu, for this wonderful lecture and this uh, explaining the time factor. Uh, one of the question is, uh, we all are parts and parcel of the Supreme Lord. Yes. Coming from the shame abode where he you know, maintains him, the Golok Vrindavan. Uh, so far, so good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and, and we fall down because of our desire or the souls to charge our, my question, um, our, independ- our minute independence that we chose to use in a certain way. Yes, right. go ahead. So my question is, uh, being in that abode, which is the source of all pleasure, how come the soul desires something which is illusioned? Mm. 
because of which it fall down so well uh so okay so there's three different there's th- there's three main energies of the lord so so you could say in this world and i'm glad you brought this up because it helps me something that i wanted to cover but i didn't um there's god and then there's his energies that's all there is in the in 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 all of everything there's only two things, Krishna and Krishna's energies. And there's different energies. There's a verse that says, Parashya Shaktir Vividhaya Suyate. There's different Shaktis of the Lord. And let's, for simplicity's sake, let's, there's three main ones. The internal energy, which is uh, uh, Krishna's abode, um, his great, great devotees, and, and bhakti itself, the devotional service. And, and other things, but the Srimati Radharani is the uh, emblem of bhakti, the emblem of the uh, internal energy of the Lord. Then there's the external energy, which we've been talking about today, right? The time factor and earth, water, fire, air, ether, mind, intelligence, and ego. This what we see in this world. That's the bina prakritir, Krishna calls it in the Gita, the separated energy. And then there's tatasta. So tata is not the name, not only the name for a truck in India. That was supposed to be funny. Okay, uh, right. <laughs> but it also means marginal. It, it, literally what it means is that place on the bank of a river that's neither in the water nor on the land. Right? So Krishna creates us as tatasta shakti, the, ener- the, the marginal energy. And he gives us the free will to choose and I think for a lot of us in this room, we kind of would like to have a, a, a foot in both boats. <laughs> we definitely want the spiritual, but you know we're not necessarily ready to give up everything. <laughs> right? But we, but we have that we're, we have that margin, that that choice. And uh, Krishna does not make us as dead stones. We all have free will. It's not complete free will. Right, like raise your hand if you filled out a form and chose your parents for this life. Okay, or did you did you also fill in a form where you wanted to be born? Right, so there's certain things that we don't have control over, but we also have control. Like you, you know, every one of us could be on TV now watching the football matches. Right? Maybe uh, what do they call TVoted or? or, or uh, Anyway, maybe you have it recorded, but anyway, um, you know, we chose to come here. We have a, we have a lot of free will within our uh, karma, so that Krishna never takes away. And of course, that's that's why bhakti is so powerful because love means free will. You can't go to somebody and hold a gun to their head and say, "Love me," right? So, uh, so Krishna creates us as that marginal energy. And sometimes uh, we take shelter of the material energy because we want to look out for number one. We're looking out for our own interests or we may extend that a little bit to our loved ones or to our community. Um, but, you know, God, eh, you know, it's not, he's not on my uh, bucket list. <laughs> so then Krishna's, okay, well, you know, here you go. You can have the material world. But he's also trying to, you know, Attract us, you know, to the spiritual world so we can be with him. Is that all right? Thank you. Mm -hmm. I think we have time for one or two more questions. 
You already spoke. Is anyone else? Any ladies? Because we usually go men, ladies, men, ladies. Is that, I'll come to you last. This young man, unless there's a, a, a woman who has a question. Plus, we're transcendental to men and women, right? Who, had, who has a question? Oh, okay. Haribol uh, Prabhu. I would like to know, in Kartik month, how do we offer the candlelight to all the deities? Is it from the feet to... To head or, uh, well, you're, you're not asking a pujari, but the way I do it is the way I was trained when I'm offering a full arti, which would be, uh, you know, again, Krishna looks mainly at the devotion, but to the details, um, four times to the feet, two times to the midsection, three times to the head, and seven times around. Is that right, Dwaita? Yeah. So four, two, three, seven. Thank you. But if you do six, you're going to hell. Um, yes, Ru. Oh, you had a, this young man had a question, though, right? Did you have a question? Yeah, no? What, what's that? Did a, did a fish kill the rabbit? <laughs> it depends on what size fish it was and if he fell in a rabbit, it fell in the water. If he falls in the water, and it's a parayana? Is that what it is? What? Parana? Parayana is a Sanskrit word. Uh, parana, then yes, he might have. <laughs> um, yes, uh, Lakshmi Van Prabhu. Now this is a little unfair. This is a more senior devotee than me. I hope he's going to give the answer as well as the question. Um, my question is about the... Um, benefit of doing devotional service during the month of Kartik. Uh We hear that Krishna gives the reward for doing devotional service spiritually, that is, one's heart becomes more enlivened and more purified and more filled with spiritual love for Krishna Uh by doing service during Kartik month. And in fact, we hear that Actually, one gets 1,000 times the benefit of doing, by doing this Word bhakti yoga, something like that, during Kartik month compared to any other month of the year. So my question is about um, the transcendental absolute nature of devotional service. Um, it seems that there's some inconsistency there. Why should the devotional service yield one result at one time <laughs> and a different result at another time? That, that's my question. Okay. Well, you, we have to be careful about that because we can't, if someone, again, the idea of the um, cheating mentality, because someone's saying, okay, a thousand times. Okay, so if I do really good for these 28 days, that's 28,000. I can goof off the other 11 months and I still have probably about 24,000 left, you know, right, or whatever, right? <laughs> So that's very logical. <laughs> Keep an eye on this one, all right? Yeah, you know. Okay. Uh, no, it's it's it's. Uh, there's bhakti is always the best thing to do, and it's and Krishna is always available um, 
to the devotee. And a matter of fact, it, it says, um, what do we, what's that verse that we say every, at every initiation? Uh, no, not Hare Krishna. Yeah, we say Hare Krishna. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, or having passed Sarva Gashtam Gatopiva, how does it begin? Sarva Gashtam Gatopiva, Yatsmarep Pundri Kaksham Sabaya Bhyantara Suchi. Up. There we go. Of course he knows it. He says it all the time. Uh, Apavitra, 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 Sarvagashtangatopiva, Yatsmarat, Pundarikaksham. One who remembers, Smarat means to remember, the Lotus Eyed Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uh, whatever the time is, whatever the place, whether you're pure, whether you're impure, or having passed through all kinds of things in your life, if you remember Krishna, the Lotus Eyed Krishna, uh, uh, then you, you attain all perfection. So bhakti is always on sale in that sense. But Krishna can, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, um, Best Buy always has good prices, but, it, but, if you have, but they still have Black Friday, you know. So, and the reason that this is, Krishna can do this is because he's bound to, he has to. Why? Because it's Radharani's month. And so Krishna is totally controlled by love. And the love is, that's one way to look at it. So it, something can uh, always be a great price and then still be special. Right? Just like, right? Just like um, there's, uh, there's uh, what is it? Uh, there's perfect, more perfect, and most perfect. But what's wrong with being perfect? So I, I hope that's okay, because I, you know, I, I, when you were saying that, I was saying, God, why do, we don't want to give devotees the, intent, the impression that uh, you know, Kartik's so special and everything else is just like you know, chopped cabbage. Right? Every day is an opportunity to serve Krishna. That's the best answer I can come up with. You don't look totally satisfied, but... I was looking for something a little more esoteric, but... Um, well, hey, Radharani's <laughs> month, how much more esoteric can you yeah, get than that? <laughs> that? That is the most esoteric. Yeah, okay. um, but something about the time factor and uh, how is it that something which is completely pure and transcendental and is coming, after all, from the lotus feet of Sri Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is known as Satya Sankalpa, right. right? He never changes his determination. He's always... Giving truth, right. um, so um, it seems like uh, depending on uh, an, a mundane factor such as the position of the sun in the particular season. Yeah. Now Krishna is changing, but it's not like that. He's a person, just like what's your favorite month? I'm sure it's all January, right, or February, <laughs> right? No, right. We all we have our favorite month. Usually it's spring, right? January for you, if you're a skier. But we have, our, you know, we're persons and we like, you know, especially I think a lot of people like spring, right? Or something like that. So Krishna's a person. And if he wants to have a favorite month, who's going to stop him? Krishna, you cannot have a favorite month, right? He, he's a person and that's, that's very esoteric. I think we have one last point by Advaita Charya Prabhu and then we have to end. Is it red on? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the month of Damodar and is on sale, right? Bhakti is on sale. Yeah. Is it coming on clearance or something? Is it coming on clearance? <laughs> back next year. No, no, it's, uh, it's the uh, latest, uh, it's better than the uh, latest uh, iPad that just came out, right? <laughs> 
you know, we should have like we should have like an announcement like uh, like Apple has right where they say you know there's going to be an announcement. So Kartik begins and there's a big uh, a big event. <laughs> so yes, it's there's no it's not a clearance. It's uh, always eternally available. So thank you very much for your time and attention. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.